Greetings and welcome back to the WE podcast. Now, if you notice the audio is a little bit peculiar, it's because we are re- we are recording this via Zoom, and that is because I have relocated down to uh, represent the Odyssey fans down in Arizona. So I'm now the latest WE ambassador <laughs> down here in the Southwest. We still have our Pacific Northwesterners up representing uh, up in headquarters, but I've been called down to the Southwest to carry out the mission of bringing Odyssey to all the world and make disciples. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, but for reals. Um, it's good to be with you guys. Um, as you can see, this move did not hinder our passion for Odyssey. To the contrary, honestly, we are more passionate than ever. And so we've got a lot of things to say. And, um, you know, there's this new album that's been released that I think speaks volumes as to where Odyssey is at, how they've progressed, or some might say, degressed and so we're just going to talk about that um as you know that the last as, albums yes. right have been this slow de-escalation of a overarching problem that has been surfacing for a while now, right but this album is what some would say didn't over mm. it did us in it, it is put Adventures on Odyssey, and uh, again, I don't think that they can come back from this, to be honest. And, wow. Okay, so Rudy, I want to ask you. Yes. Where do you think, where is sort of the string that leads back to um, what we see and don't like right now? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> it all starts with Maury Rydell. No, and yes. yes. Because I think. Okay, Maury Rydell. Because we, we go back when to the, the introduction. Church? No, he, he was introduced in album 61 mm-hmm. with the president of Right, Emma, Parker for president. Right? Mm-hmm. We we don't know much about him. And we really start seeing some weird stuff happening in album mm-hmm. 67 with yes. the escape room. Again, there's continuing on. Uh, Rydell Revelations. Um, okay, backing up. The escape room was a very dark and demented, a very... Yes strange episode mm-hmm. but then in right out revelations we're supposed to trust him mm-hmm. all of a sudden yes there's and, a change and of, the team and the team and so we have this weird psychology of the writers trying to tell us that they've been building this ter- terrible character mm-hmm. but now we're supposed to love him which doesn't make any sense so now we're to album 76 keep it together mm-hmm. And we still have Maureen Suzu, and this has been 15 albums, and they have absolutely gone nowhere with the characters. And may I say, they are not keeping it together. And like they're not they're, keeping it together. They're falling apart. They're falling and apart. I'm not keeping it together, honestly. No, I'm about like, to lose it. Um, yeah. And so I think we just see, a, we see a really, especially in those, those last albums, we get away from like the good small town, mm. homey, Adventures and they're all mysteries. They're all thrillers. They're all very high paced. They're very quick, hit you in the face. But there's no character development. There's no mm. morals being taught. It's just drama. I will say they're okay, so. fast paced. The mysteries, or they're just like 
frivolous episodes yes. that don't mean anything and they could be club episodes but they're not like some of the club episodes have been stronger than the album episodes and that says a lot to me yes like the noah yeah. episode that they just released in the club great. that was actually was really good but it was a club episode and the album was bad yes okay so tucker i want to ask you what are some characteristics of maury that you find can to be concerning obviously throughout odyssey history we've been confronted with evil people but what makes more unique is sort of this um conflicting sort of emotions w we have towards him right we want what's best for him and we're supposed to like him but like rudy alluded to what he did was next level sort of strange and weird and we've never dealt with that in odyssey so like what do you see is the most concerning thing and what do you think the writers are trying to shine through the character of maury yeah you're absolutely right that he is very concerning in his characteristics i think the most concerning thing that we see from maury is his age the fact that he's creating these elaborate scenarios where they're creating moral dilemmas where he's testing the faiths or he's testing um, kids what they're going to do in life or death situations and Maury is supposed to be I think Cannon said that he's 12 years old yeah. or 11 years yeah. old yeah so as of right now he's 12 years old which means that when Rital Revelations right. came out who knows how old he was so he, I think that 10, the fact 11, that he like, has this crazy. evil mastermind at age 11 or 12 and he's creating these scenarios that's very disturbing as a kid um, yeah. if he's like Regis Blackard like we thought it was intense Regis Blackard was putting kids in situations like that but you know he's he's grown he's an adult or even richard was kind of jarring richard as Mathen, well right but he was also a college student and that's right different. yeah I think that's so lydia lydia i want to ask you now so do you think the writers forecasted this do you think this is game plan or do you think they accidentally developed this monster that is maury i think referring back to the conversation that we had with Phil, right? I think that this is actually something that has snowballed out of something that they've been able to control. Mm -hmm. I don't think that this was planned or foreseen or really was a part of the picture. I think it started with the secret room dilemma. They realized what was going on there. And then they are trying to put these characters in scenarios that are redeemable. Mm -hmm. Hence this last episode, with Olivia and everything that's going on, right? They're trying Emily, to, Emily. or Emily, sorry. And Wits trying to give the kids another perspective of like, you need to know the whole story, right? Or see the larger picture or give them the benefit of the doubt, something like that. And yeah, as Tucker said, as a child, I just don't really know where they saw this going without it just, yeah, creating this larger issue. Well, and again, going back to those conversations we had with Phil, they were creating this character as a Moriarty yes. to Emily. So yes. Emily is the Sherlock Holmes and Mori is the Moriarty, which in theory is very clever. However, they took it too far and it's, and it's, it is 
honestly frightening that you have a kid who is a, a genius who is not i mean his his tricks were were weird he has game, no morals or conscience yes he has he's a sociopath yeah yes yeah and I, and I, and then focusing back to these three episodes that came out right out of realizations we're put in a very strange scenario which doesn't make any sense you have a 13 year old girl emily mm -hmm. who's supposed to be leading mr whitaker says you need to be leading this police investigation right and mr whitaker keeps referring to emily the 13 year old girl and he's like no emily you need to trust Maury and Suzu, who have put you through this psychological torture. Totally. You're being a baby for listening to your your conscience because you're having red flags. You're being a baby, Emily. But we need yeah, to listen. We're, we're going to listen to Maury, who's been a liar this whole time. Hasn't right. And hasn't proved, yeah, he hasn't proven himself at all. And then you have this 16-year-old Cooper, who just sounds like a 40-year-old man. Yeah that's it's just strange and and the whole time mr whitaker but what i personally don't like i totally agree with what you just said what i personally don't like well there's a few things within the new episodes i don't like um i hate how basically unrealistic it is like the superhero characteristics of eat of the team i think the team is cheesy i think odyssey is better than creating this sort of um these caricatures of like teenage superheroes and i think like Emily's genius and Maury's genius is just getting so out of hand, ridiculous. Like that, that those that dialogue they have with each other is just like okay, dot like the world's smartest adults couldn't speak like that. Cool. And going then back also like Cooper's cartoon talent, like okay, that comes out of nowhere. Okay, I love that. Go Cooper. And then Suzu's just photographic memory, like. <laughs> Like, I'm just like, okay, like, that's a real thing. Go, Suzu. I guess she just remembered all, like, okay, that's great. And then also, what what also makes it unrealistic is the fact that they're running circles around Detective Pullhouse. Exactly. And yeah. then going Odyssey's back, finest detective. Odyssey's finest detective. And then going back, so Maury is 12 years old in this current time. And yeah. Harley, his arch nemesis, he made five years previous at an international computer yeah. competition. So yes. he was seven years old, competing <laughs> yes. at an international computer competition where he makes enemies with an adult woman. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, what adult woman sees it's a seven-year-old? It's 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 weird. It's it just, not it doesn't okay. make sense. It yeah. there's nothing. No, there's there's so many logical incongruencies within the episode, like the older man who gets viscerally angry at Emily oh, and actually, like stands her yeah. ground. And he's like, and I'm just, Emily's like, I was fine. And I'm like, you're a little like, girl. Emily's like standing her ground against his adult yes. male. Yes. Things at I her. was actually scared for a minute. Yeah. I was too. And, and you then, can, you compare that, I think to like Lucy and Mr. Uh, uh, Blackard or Richard. It's like, there was always that sort of, she was very uncomfortable with that dynamic when things started getting intense and we could discern that as kids we're like oh lucy you got to get out of there uh but emily's like trying to like prove herself to be this leader yeah that i think mr whitaker is forcing her to be on and again i think this goes beyond mr whitaker's authority yeah. and his position as somebody as like as a mentor 
I don't think mentors should be putting 12 year olds in these scenarios and saying, you're the leader, you are gifted, I'm going to put you out, and you're going to go chase all these criminals. I I'm sorry, that is just even for Odyssey, I understand Odyssey is fictitious. But this is next level. I'm just going to say that. What if a child was hearing this and they felt like they were gifted intellectually? Yeah. What are we taking away from this? Right? Yeah. Like I can um, aspire to be this. I can pursue these antics on my own. And wit advises me. <laughs> you know and, what I mean? Like and that's... their parents don't have anything to do with it. Their yeah. parents don't have any say in this. So right. it, it's just they're on their own, essentially. Well, and the whole moral that they were trying attempting to teach was do the right thing which is mm. it is such a which as we see from jules in the latest episode what is the right yes thing? exactly you they're know? not even telling you they're just saying do the right thing that's all they're saying they're not giving a basis mm. of what the right thing is who to follow right what we listen to learn? where do you right. learn they're just saying yeah. do the right thing yeah. and so it's a it's subjective. a it's subjective mm -hmm. it isn't solid truth that we know yeah we have yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's take a short break. Let's do some fun Odyssey in real life. Okay. I think we're going to do Odyssey characters as Hunger Game districts or Hunger Game characters. Mm. Um, okay. So obviously, I think we're going to all agree that Jason is Hamish. 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 Amen. I yes. agree with that statement. Yeah. The <laughs> unnecessary death to his career that mm. shattered our souls. Yes. Just like <laughs> Hamish. Hamish doesn't die. No, he no, doesn't. Or not Hamish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking of what's his name? Finnick. Finnick. is for sure. Um, Jeff Lewis. Oh. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff Lewis. That's yes. Uh, um, Jules is for sure Katniss. What? Yes, Jules is Katniss to me. No, I'm not. No, no, no. Katniss has like this strong resolve for what's right and what's wrong. Jules does not have that. No, but she has yeah. the same character of like this. I see her as Jules or Katniss. Who do you have? Katniss? Connie? Jules? No, Connie. I said Connie would get would be the first one slayed. She would, she would she'd lose her mind when she'd probably <laughs> jump off before the timer comes off and she Mags. Oh Mags. Is Mags. <laughs> oh my word. No, I think like um Robin like maybe might be Katniss. Oh yeah, Robin oh. Jacobs could be Katniss. Yeah. Well, you like <laughs> no, I think Emily is or oh. I think yeah. yeah, there's an argument there. Yeah, sure. Um, I think for sure Penny Wooten are from the capital. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, like new, new it's just, yeah, it's just how it hey, is. Who's President Snow? Yeah, the ultimate game maker. Interesting. Yeah. Maury, wow. is, Maury oh. is young. Coriolanus. Mm, snow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Maury is snow. Yeah. That's frightening. It is frightening. And Susie was tigress. Is... <laughs> <laughs> Why does that make sense? 
Um, eleven. Cooper, Cooper is, is District 11. Eleven. That's so. You guys, Rue. We're gonna get canceled. Yeah, yeah okay. it's okay. Uh, All right. All right. Um, Elizabeth, did you have a trivia question? I only have one. Okay. 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 Are you guys ready? I'm yeah. so ready. Raise your hands if you know the answer. Okay. <laughs> what color in Jillian's first episode? What color is her hair? Rudy. It's pink. Yeah. Yes. I I raised mine too. Oh, yeah, I'm right. sorry. I'll. <laughs> the computer glitched. Okay. Bonus question. What? Vance, to redeem yourself, what is the name of her um, jewelry shop? I know it. I know it. Jillian's jaw dropping yeah. jewelry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> All right. Okay, Let's get back to the discussion. I want to. I want to go a little bit um, deeper into this whole sort of interesting character of Maury. Because here's the thing, we are like, how many albums? Fifteen albums in, and like I, the 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 secret room or the the escape room album came out when we were in Switzerland, and that was five years ago now, mm. which is mind blowing, right? And so we think think of all that hasn't happened in Odyssey and all of the airspace Maury has taken up. Yep. Yeah. Because of the problem that's been created with Maury, it they're doing a lot of a lot of backtracking. It seems to kind of redeem this character, or maybe maybe he is going to be evil. I think personally, from a storytelling perspective, I think that's what would make the the best story. Well, from a moralistic <laughs> perspective, from a moralistic perspective, I think it would be horrible. Um. I think they've done so much damage. I don't know how to how they would resolve it. I think we should save our our posing what we should pose like recommend, like recommend that for the end of the episode. Yeah. But I think right now we have to really deep dive into what went wrong. Where's the problem? How do like how do we avoid this situation again? Because going back, why would they create this character again with this? villain and hero mentality for children I just really don't know if you can represent that well without genuine leadership right and discernment yeah. for these kids to to define what is good and what is bad and so it actually makes me really sad listening to this not only mad because I feel like Adventures and Odyssey has been so good about that up until this point with so many topics mm -hmm. where it's like you go to wisdom, you go to wit, mm -hmm. you go to your parents, all this kind of stuff, you go to yes. leadership in the church in order to discover, the, even with the Olivia thing, right? That was a messy, chaotic, big elephant in the room that they are facing. But I feel like they handled it very well, in my opinion, at the end of the day, even if it's maybe not how I would have written it, okay? Mm -hmm. But I think with this, it's like you've opened a can of worms and now you've put yourself in the tightest corner in the room saying that these kids have to find out what is good and evil literally on their own without first of all wit or the actual police <laughs> yeah <laughs> or their parents or yeah or their parents but it's like law is it on their side family isn't on their side like spiritual discernment on it is not on their side like they actually have 
no foundational cornerstones right now. Well, and then applying it to real world, if this was your child and mm. your child was Emily, <laughs> they've been in a, a scenario like Emily, would you tell your child, you need to be friends with them and you need to get over yourself and you yes. need wrong. Yes. You're wrong for thinking that that guy's a bad guy. No, yes. you'd be saying you're discerning what is right because that yes. was evil. Right. Because you it was wrong. Or, or at the very least, say, because, because say there is redemption within Maury's heart. There it, can be redemption. But when you're dealing with a 12-year-old who intuitively is reserved because of the trauma she experienced by that other 12-year-old, you will not compel your daughter or your niece to say, hey, you got to be friends with them. You're like, I understand this is weird. We're just, we're not going to be friends, but we have to, like, when you do. Forgive, but not be friends with them. Exactly. You forgive, but you never forget, right? (laughs) No, but, and again, if this was a real world application, adults would never put a 12-year-old girl back in that scenario. They would be working with the kid. We obviously believe in redemption. I would want redemption for Maury if this was real world. But I would never say, Emily, it's your job to bring forgiveness to him. It's your job to do this. Ultimately, Emily needs to find her her freedom and her, you know, restoration in the Lord and more he needs to find his salvation in the Lord. But ultimately. That's, that's actually the thing that really confuses me because I'm like, at the expense of what? Yeah. Why why are you afraid to have that storyline that, you know, you right. can find out these good truths and discern evil from good? Like they've done this this whole time. I don't know if they're afraid to get boring, but it's like, when since when is that boring? And since when has Focus on the Family been afraid of that? Yeah. Like, say it how it is like truth is truth evil is evil at the end of the day cool like if you're actually struggling for storylines then that's a whole other conversation but bring jeff back bring 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 solutions and i mean there's so many storylines you could go and frankly i do not know where they're going to go with i it makes me not want to listen because of how terrible it was and now the Carly rival rivalry with Maury. I'm sorry, that was weird. Okay, it was just weird. She comes out of nowhere, and her voice again. That it's just the di- the dynamic of it all. It's just so just so stupid, immature. Like thirty. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think it's all so foolish. Um, we need to go to our suggestions for what. Yeah. yeah so let's uh, actually. I do want to point out the fact that. Uh, prior to Emily's um, sort of existence within Adventures in Odyssey, they they had really good mysteries. Um, obviously, that's like part of an aspect of their show that was so good. Obviously, Novacom and you know the Secret Room, all of these fun mysteries, right? But when Emily came in, it's like the mystery game vamped up. Think of all of the mysteries she has been part of, and I just think. Like, I like the mysteries, but it's kind of like a broken record at this point. It's mystery upon mystery. And I just want a funny odyssey, like Snow Day or something, like where it's just, it's it's either like a really good biblical lesson or just pure entertainment and kids being funny. And when we think about the albums that have been coming out for pretty much the last 10 albums, we have the Maury drama, which is terrible. 
And then we have the Buck and Jewels drama, which is, I will say, very entertaining. But again, I don't think it's problematic. Very, it is problematic. I personally think it's so, I love it, but <laughs> I don't think it's great. To be, it's like, you also love Doritos and that doesn't mean they're good for you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think it, I mean, I was thinking this album is almost exactly like the album 69, the Rydell Revelations. Okay. You have okay. three Rydell Re Re Revelations straight into the California Dreams episodes, mm. which I'm pretty sure the last three episodes will just be the Jewels drama. So it's wow. exactly the same album. And and I'm sorry, where is the chairman? Is Are we going to be in our deathbeds like by the time we hear the chairman? thing I like know. they I tease that and then they're just never gonna try to address it again i'm sorry um okay but tucker i i want to come to you for solutions because we've talked about our our dislike for this maury piece of the puzzle with odyssey but what are what are some resolutions you bring forth to the table as like how would you direct the show from here on out i think the best way to handle the solution is to just not mention him again ever <laughs> <laughs> if you do want resolution like a you know something follow-up he i honestly think it would be good if he did go to juvenile detention like uh, something and then or like he goes away for a long time and like and here's the other problem with odyssey characters don't grow up too it's like yeah. em emily needs to grow up and mm -hmm. then maury needs to grow up and i think if he comes back in 10 seasons and he actually is a bad guy and as a grown-up as a grown-up and not a little kid yeah, that that's like a good storyline yeah yes yeah. because yeah. I, I think it, there is potential let's say they emily and maury you finish with emily saying hey even though I we have our drama. I'm still gonna choose to forgive you because of the the love of Christ is more important. Maury then says, "Okay, but I'm gonna go chase Carly over in Japan." They have, and then he leaves the show for a while. Okay, mm. then he comes back as a an adult, new voice because the voice of Maury is not okay. Yeah. Uh, and they have a new character who's evil and is coming back to get back at Mr. Whitaker and not Emily. And I think that could be good. I think that that could be one way they could save it. Besides that, I think they should just cut their losses and yeah. admit that they were wrong. Yeah. Um, okay. So, do you guys have any other prediction? Like, uh, other than this, Maury, like, do you guys? I think I know who the chairman is, personally. I think it's the guy who hired Eugene. It sounds like the same voice. It does. Yeah. I thought the first time I heard it. Yeah. Interesting. Because he knew what he knew. What's his motivation? His motivation is to take over the world. Power. No, but why but would specifically, he? You know, we talked Eugene. about the characters of the chairman before, though, is that he specically wants to take over Odyssey, Odyssey and win. And, and they had he a also wants to, he wants to control the world through mind control. This yeah. new research Eugene is doing, yeah, it maybe it has something to do. It's, mm. it's it is. It does have something to do with waves to radio waves research. If, if if they ever address it, 
um, who knows, maybe in the next decade or so, they'll get to it. Um, Maybe our grandkids can listen to it. yeah, for now, we just have to suffer through the Maury Rodell revelation in the lame club episodes. Why don't they have like uh, one of Maury's family members like find out about them and then adopt them? Well, he, yeah. his dad is still alive. It's, it's, perfectly... it's just the whole setup is weird that the dad is in Japan hanging out, that they were BFF with Tasha. That's weird. Uh, and then Tasha back. Yeah. Yeah. They brought Tasha in and ditched her. It it all is just poorly designed. I don't think they thought no, through but, what they're okay. planning on doing. We're just moving forward. Yeah. We're choosing to forgive and never forget. And forget and, and to let go. <laughs> I want to forget. I know. I want to forget it all. Still there, Vets. Anyways. Um yeah, so, I think wrapping up. That's yeah. Let me let us um know what you guys think. What the resolution also, to this series is going to be, and yeah, what you follow us on Instagram. Yeah, again, podcast. we podcast again. Um, our we have a shout out to our fan of the week, um, Michael Malvore. Mm. He reached out to us. We had a great um uh dinner with him, and we just had a great time talking about what happened. Uh, he helped us kind of get our grips on mm-hmm. what's currently happening. So just shout out to him. Yeah, we love my um, Yeah, but reach out on the WE podcast. Again, email us at uh, Dreams by Constance. And I think for now, we are calling it a wrap. Yeah.